0: episode three of mind sense with ryan welcome back i wonder how you are all doing and i would love to hear from you please send me some feedback to rcooper at redhill.co.za share any of your thoughts, any experiences whilst on lockdown or online learning and everything and anything in terms of how your life has been impacted over the past nearly two months. In the previous two podcasts I've spoken about having a self-supportive approach in adapting to this change. Self-support implying that you pace yourself and that you are fair in terms of how you treat yourself regarding your perception of how you are adapting. We've also looked at some mindfulness, as well as communication in family dynamics, and how that may have changed due to lockdown. The sense of isolation and loss of face-to-face connection that we find so meaningful to our lives, and how that has affected us. We've looked a little at online schooling, and how people have adapted or may have struggled to adapt to the online schooling platform. And we've looked at conflict in our houses at times when we are unavoidably in each other's space. Disengaging from destructive interactions as best we can and looking after ourselves with many self-soothing behaviors and in more severe cases, reaching out for help. We've also looked at adapting with self-sufficiency where we're working on mastering some of the tasks we've set out for ourselves. For example, working on our time management, finding ways to self-motivate and find meaning in the work that we're doing. We've looked at some abdominal breathing in terms of helping us relax and manage our anxiety. But today I'd like to spend some time exploring a new phenomena that appears to have surfaced during lockdown across most of the world. This is something I've become aware of in many of my sessions with clients, in articles, podcasts, and even news broadcasts have spoken of this phenomena. What I'm talking about is the event of people experiencing weird dreams and nightmares with increased frequency and intensity. Various sleep disturbances seem to be affecting people in a much more intense way than we are used to. Dreams that are more vivid and intense and feel so real, they're difficult to shake off in the morning. Dreams that are full of anxiety, fear, and worry. And dreams where the theme of the dream is a sense of hopelessness or helplessness, instability, and powerlessness. For psychology, dreams have been something we've been aware of for a very long time. It was Freud who spent much time exploring dreams in the unconscious mind as clues for underlying emotional issues that needed to be made conscious to the dreamer. Dreams are seen as a way for our minds to process daily content, any unfinished business from our day emotionally or mentally. Processing information that we have heard or seen or engaged with during the day Dreams can also be about wish fulfilment and escapism. Dreams are there to also process deeper and unconscious emotional content. This content can sometimes be threatening or deep-seated that our conscious state of mind may not meaningfully and in an aware manner engage with it. Dreams can facilitate this process and clear the way through emotional content. Many of the dreams being shared at the moment have people explaining situations where they're running away from something or someone or an entity or type of monster or animal. They're trying to hide and are afraid. Others are dreaming about being heroes, rescuing and saving people, whilst others are dreaming of feeling attacked, feeling helpless and trapped, of feeling weak and still others are dreaming directly about illness affecting their loved ones as well as themselves and dreams of death and dying. These dreams appear to be a reflection of the instability we are currently experiencing globally. Emotionally this time of illness and lockdown will have an impact on us all. These dreams appear to be related to the stress of COVID-19 and the world at large Presently, also the fear and worries around the unknown, and not to mention the economic collapse that the world is facing and all the devastation that brings with it. There is a severe sense of panic, worry, and anxiety, with a very limited sense of power and control for many. Reality is just so real at the moment, and therefore our dreams follow suit. This attempt at making what feels so abnormal to us normal requires incredible adaptation. Cabin fever is another element that mixes into this uh, and makes things even more complicated. We've been in lockdown for over a month and the cabin fever is here. People are missing time out for themselves and our social connections more than ever before. I think we're realising just how important friendships and social engagements and extended family are to us. How they give us a sense of connection, a sense of comfort and support, belonging and a sense that we're not alone. Most of us appear to be reaching out to each other on social platforms, which does seem to be helping. Being able to hear each other's voices and see each other's faces online does seem to be assisting to to a certain degree. Many people are explaining as well or feeling a lack of motivation that appears to be a bit worse now than it has been for a while. For many people, this lack of motivation affects attempts at mastering our new online days, where we are in charge of our own structure. At school, we're guided by lesson times, teachers and other students, but at home, it is up to us to engage with our screens, to focus and manage our time and to hand in meaningful work. As young adults, this is a skill that is often still in development during our adolescence. The lack of motivation is often based on the feeling of being overwhelmed or unsupported, that we feel helpless or uncertain how to tackle something that we have ahead of us. That said, many of you have adapted to the new normal and are finding your own ways of engaging and coping. Well done. Adaptation is something we have in our biology. We have the capacity as humans to shift our thinking processes, to shift how we do things, to be open to different perspectives. This requires mental and emotional flexibility. This means that our thinking is less rigid, less finite. We are more open to the grey instead of only the black and white in situations. We're more open to trying something that previously may have sounded like it was not going to work for us. We're being more flexible in trying things that we have no idea what the outcome will be. We are more aware and open to a trial and error approach in navigating the way forward. This in itself is a process of adapting So although it might not feel like we have mastered or are completely in control of the situation, we are in a process of adaptation. It is not always a comfortable process, so it's incredibly important for all of us to pace ourselves and have realistic expectations of just what we can cope with. We need to create our own mental space we might not be able to leave our homes right now so our own mental or emotional space becomes increasingly important mindfulness as an approach is an extremely useful tool at times like this you could have a look at the headspace app which gives an introduction and a few exercises to mindfulness it has been used in a research study that found it effective This is a good place to start. But in essence, mindfulness means focusing on one thing at a time meaningfully, not thinking or living in the past, not thinking or living in the future, trying to just stay grounded in the only moment that truly exists, the current moment. Mindfulness has been proven to be effective. The idea is to start practicing mindfulness like one would start practicing riding a bike. The more we practice mindfulness, the easier and more quickly that sense of calm and peace and centeredness will come to us. Another important tool right now in feeling faced with obstacles is to check in on your own mindset, to check in with what you believe and the thoughts that you perpetuate in your own mind each day. Every day you are having the same types of thoughts. If this is the case, nothing shifts or changes. Each day feels the same. Opportunities that are present inside obstacles will be missed. However, if we've been thinking in a more aware way of our thoughts and realize that some of our beliefs and thoughts we have nurtured are not the absolute truth, there is a way forward for us. We might have thought for so long that schoolwork is boring. The fact that I think this thought every single day means that I'm programming my own brain to believe that schoolwork is boring every single day. Now, if we bring in a little bit of cognitive behavioral therapy, we will see that it's not entirely possible that throughout your entire school career, every single day has been boring. There will be moments that you can remember where you truly enjoyed an interaction with a teacher or engaging with a certain subject if you choose a different thought Perhaps one that is still realistic, but one that is reframed in a way to be more positive and motivating things might change So instead of school is always boring you might reframe that thought To school can sometimes be boring, but I've had many lessons I've truly enjoyed. In this way, you are reframing and therefore rewiring part of your cognitive process. You're choosing your mindset more consciously. Now, this doesn't happen simply by thinking or reframing a thought more positively on a once-off occurrence. You need to be somewhat committed to this reframing idea each day engaging with your mind, observing what is there, what are your current thoughts and beliefs, and what is your current approach. Secondly, how much of these thoughts are in fact truthful? How many of these thoughts is there actual evidence for, or are they simply thoughts you have nurtured and chosen to believe as fact? Thirdly, if you could choose how you would like your mind to believe, what would be a more suitable script for you? What would you prefer to believe in order to retrain your brain? So some food for thought here for you to play a mind game with yourself, perhaps. As always, you can reach out to any of the therapists on campus. We're here to support you and assist you in any way we can. Today, I would like to end the podcast with a progressive muscle relaxation exercise. So if you'd like to join in, please find a comfortable place to sit or lie down where you won't be distracted. Should you wish to close your eyes, that would be good. If not, you're welcome to keep them open, but keep them lowered to the ground. Allow yourself to be sitting comfortably. If you're in a chair with your feet on the ground, no crossing of legs, no crossing of arms arms either comfortably at your sides or in your lap. And if you're lying down, to be lying on your back with your palms facing up. Now take a deep breath, inhaling, holding that breath for a moment or two, and exhaling. Again, take a nice deep breath in, filling up your lungs, holding that breath for a moment and exhale completely. Try to breathe in this way as we go through the exercise. We're going to start with our hands. I'm gonna count us in to a count of three. And on three, I would like you to tense your fists, making them as tight as you can. You can do one hand at a time, or you can do both hands. I want you to try and keep the rest of your body relaxed. We're isolating our fists for now, pulling them as tight as we can. So on three, we're going to engage those muscles. One, two. Three, and squeeze, tightening your hand or both hands, keeping your shoulders and arms relaxed, still breathing normally. And focus on the tension in that hand, the shaking and the tightness. And now release, completely relax your hand. Let it flop down and notice the feeling of the tension draining out of your hands and fingers. I want you to take a nice breath in, hold it for a moment, and breathe out. And on three we're going to repeat the fist tense. One, two, three, and squeeze both or one of your fists as tight as you can. Relaxing the rest of your body, feeling the stress and tightness in your hand, and completely relax. Release that hand immediately, let it flop down beside you as you take a deep breath. And the last time, one, two, three... And tense that hand as hard as you can. Isolate it from your other muscles. Notice your own strength and how much tension you can create in that fist. And relax. Completely let go. Now noticing the contrast of the tension running out of your hand. And take a deep breath. Hold that breath and exhale deeply. We're going to move to the bicep muscle and when I count to three, we're going to tighten that bicep as tight as we can. You can either pull your hand onto the side of the chair or couch, pulling up to engage that muscle. You can pull the muscle to the side a bit like a Popeye uh, stance where your fist comes towards your shoulder as you pop out that bicep. You can even give your hand resistance against your other hand where you would push up with one hand and push down with the hand that you're trying to engage the bicep with. Any which way does not matter. One two three And engage that bicep. You can do both if you want to at the same time. Notice how tight that bicep is. Notice the tension just in that part of your body and completely relax. Breathe out deeply. Let your bicep, your arms, your shoulders relax and breathe out deeply. On three, we're going to do it again, one, two, three, and engage that bicep, squeeze it tight. If there's any pain or discomfort in any of the muscle groups whilst you're doing this, please stop. And relax, completely release that muscle, feel the tension running away from your body, And again, the contrast of the tension and the relax. And take a deep breath. We're going to do the bicep one last time. One, two, three. And engage. Squeeze that muscle. Pulling it tight. Only the bicep muscle. Keeping all your other muscles relaxed just noticing the tension that you are creating in that muscle. And release, completely let go, relax, take a deep breath. And again, notice the release of the tension. The state of the muscle when it is calm and relaxed, when it is not engaged We're going to move on to the upper back, chest, shoulders, and neck. You're going to put your shoulders to your earlobes, which means you will raise your shoulders upward. You can tilt your head slightly back. Again, please, if this is uncomfortable, rather skip this exercise and breathe through this. Otherwise, on three, we're going to raise. Our shoulders to our earlobes, drop our head back slightly. And when I say three, you're going to brace your chest and upper back as if somebody were coming to hug you very, very tightly. You're going to tighten those muscles. One, two, three, raise your shoulders to your ears, tilt your head a little bit, and squeeze your chest and upper back. You'll feel the shaking. Try only to engage those muscles and feel the tension and tightness. Again, if it hurts, please stop. And release. Completely relax. Take a deep breath. You may notice neck tension or discomfort here, as many of us carry stress in our neck and shoulders. Please monitor that. If it's uncomfortable, rather stop. Or do a smaller tense. And again, one, two, three, and engage. Shoulders up to earlobes, head back slightly, bracing your chest muscles and your upper back muscles. Try to breathe normally. Just being aware of the state of tension your muscles are creating for you. And relax. Completely soften those muscles. Take a deep breath. Feel the contrast, the relaxed position of the muscles now. Your body knows this state of relaxation. And the last time, one, two, three, and tense. Shoulders up, head back slightly, chest and upper back engaged. Feeling the tightness. and release. Completely relax and soften the muscles. Taking in a few lovely deep breaths. We're going to move to the face. We carry a tremendous amount of stress in our brow, in our jaw. So as I count us into three this time, You're going to widen your smile as much as you can, almost not quite biting down on your teeth, but really widening that smile so you're getting a stretch across your mouth. You're going to tighten your eyes as if wind were blowing furiously in them, bracing them, closing them tight. One, two, three, and engage the face muscles. Tightening the eyes, widening the mouth, stretching out the jaw, and release. Completely relax, just feeling the face going back to normal, and taking a deep breath. One, two, three, and engage the face muscles again. Tightening the face, really shriveling it all up tight and completely relax, let go and breathe and one, two, three, engage the face muscles and release, relax completely and breathe Spend a few moments focusing on getting your breath in and out rhythmically and deeply. As you're doing this exercise becoming more aware of the states of tension and release in your body. We're going to move down to the stomach. So when I count to three you're going to engage your core or your abdomen you're going to suck it in tight. You can imagine perhaps that a big bowling ball was going to drop on your stomach and you need to tighten those muscles to absorb that. One, two, three and engage your stomach muscles. Tighten them, might feel a little hard to breathe. Try only the stomach muscles, keep all the other muscles relaxed and release, completely let go. Feel your stomach soften. Take a deep breath. One, two, three, and engage the stomach again. Tighten those muscles. Feel how strong they are. And completely release. Relax and feel the tension and tightness dissipating and releasing as you breathe deeply. One, two, three, and engage your stomach one more time. Breathe and release. Completely relax. Let go. Feel your body able to release from a tense state. And breathe deeply. Lastly, we're going to move down to the legs. You can do them one at a time or you can do them together. You're going to extend your leg or both legs out in front of you. You're going to bend your toes back towards your legs so your feet, uh, the soles of your feet, are staring forwards. You can feel the pull in your calf. You're then going to engage the glute muscles, squeezing them together, trying to lift off the chair, and thereby engaging your quad muscles as well. So on three, you're gonna do a big tense. One, two, three, legs up, toes back, feel the calf engaged, glute muscles tight, feeling like you're lifting out of the chair, feeling the top of your legs, your thighs tightening. And relax, completely release. Take a deep breath. Again, noticing the tension dissipating as the muscles release. And again, one, two, three, and tense your legs. Engage the muscles, tighten, feeling your own strength. And completely relax, release, let your muscles completely soften, and breathe. Last time, one, two, three, and tighten. And relax, completely release. Deep breaths. should you wish to you're welcome for the last tense to do the whole body all together which would be your fists tightening your biceps pulling your shoulders coming up to your earlobes with your head slightly back bracing your chest and upper back tightening your tummy squeezing your glutes tight and extending your legs bending the toes up flexing that foot to engage the calf I'll count you in should you wish to do it. If you do not, please just breathe peacefully, one, two, three, and engage the whole body. Feel the tension, the tightness, and relax, completely let it go. Feel your whole body relaxing and releasing as you take a deep breath in and out. And again, one, two, three, and engage the whole body, feeling that tension and tightness, just how tight your body can get, and relax completely, release, let it go, and breathe deeply. And the last time, one, two. Three, and engage all the muscle groups in the body. Tightening, tensing, engaging, and relax. Completely let go and release. Now, if your eyes have popped open, please close them. Focus gently on your breath. Breathing in. For four or more breaths, holding for two or three, and breathing out for four or more breaths. And in your mind's eye, whilst you're breathing, giving your body a chance to relax and integrate the work it's just done. Create the most lovely place in your mind, your happy place can be a real place, it can be an imaginary place, but just to imagine yourself in this wonderful place where you feel at ease, where you feel well, calm, happy. Notice yourself in this place, notice the colors, the temperature, time of day, Notice how you feel, and as you continue to breathe, know that you can visit this place anytime you like. Feel free to sit and relax for as long as you need to.